There's not much you have to do. It doesn't seem that difficult. Microphone is here, and this screen will prompt you through the script. I think I can handle this. Really? I thought you were an expert on software development skills. I am. That's my role on the podcast, and it's what I do in Germany. But were you ever trained in podcast production? <laughs> no, but I think I'm up for the challenge. Were you ever trained? Well, uh, I had some good mentors. Why don't we start the show, and we can talk about this later. Good idea. Yes. Do you know how your programming staff develops expertise? Or how you might improve their expertise? Hi, I'm Rohit. I'm the IT director for the podcast How We Manage Stuff. And today on the podcast, we have our resident expert on software skills, Katie Kuksenek. Katie from Berlin. And our episode today is entitled, How We Learn. We need to explain a few things about today's episode. Okay, like what? Like why we're recording it in a restaurant. Green Rice and Nato, because it's like next door to our Washington office. And it is our favorite place to go. Right. We hold all our meetings here, and they're very good okay. to us. Okay. And they have... Just right here. Right. My favorite pepperoni bento box. The what? Pepperoni bento box. It's a fusion thing. Fusion of what? Like Japanese concepts and teenage guy with a microwave pizza? Well, not really. But we're in a restaurant today because there's a lot that we can learn from the restaurant staff about how software teams are organized and how they gain really? expertise. Because I don't think that these people know much about software. But that's not I the mean, point. Pretty much ordinary cooks and stuff. Yeah, I know. They do have an interesting order management system. Really? But... I don't think they had anything to do in making it. It was done by an outside program. You don't think that it was off the shelf? 519. Number 519. Over here. We don't care if the cooking staff knows anything at all about software. They can still teach us how programmers gain expertise. You'll be back in a minute, Philippe? Si, un momento. You know his name? Yes, and I asked him to join us on the podcast. Okay. Uh, why? You'll see. Do you consider programming a professional skill? Something you had to learn formally? Yeah. Okay, so how did you learn to code? Did you go to school? Well, I'm different. You know, everybody says that. No, well, I guess... Okay, I so how of, did you learn to code? Well, Mom had this ancient Macintosh. The 128 or the Fat Mac? I don't really know. got it before before I thought about those things. You know, Mom was always out there. And it had Mac Basic. Yeah, a beta, I think. And did you have a book, like teaching material? Well, maybe I had a book or something. I don't remember. Examples, and I typed them out, you know, see what they could and do. And did you have a problem? It wasn't easy. I mean, I was eight or ten. No, did you have an application, something you were trying to do with the computer? Yeah, Mario Brothers. You were trying to create a version of the Mario Brothers yeah, game? something like it. I had a friend, his name was uh, Inca, and we had, he had an old Nintendo, and then we played Mario Brothers for hours. As eight-year-olds can. Yeah, <laughs> and we knew everything about Luigi and Mario, Mushroom Land, Bowser, Princess Peach, all the rest. You must have had Super Mario ah, then. Uh, maybe we did. And so you approached programming as a gaming expert. Well, no, not really. I was just a kid. Who knows more about games than a little kid who plays them for That's hours. That's sure. Because you learn the logic with the story. Right. It becomes real to you, something that is important to your life. Like Bowser and Princess Does Peach. Does Miss Katie want anything to eat? A cup of tea? Oh, thank you, Philippe. I'll have a cup of tea. We're almost ready for you. Un momento. Yes, un momento. Why don't you start your meal? You don't want it to get cold? Well, it's already cold. It's a bento box. Right, uh, with the pepperoni. Okay, so the point that I'm trying to make is that when we learn a code, we work within two domains of knowledge, application knowledge and technology knowledge. Okay, you mean like knowledge of Mario Brothers and knowledge of Mac Basic. Right, so you can broaden that to include knowledge of 1980s Nintendo games and knowledge of statement-based imperative languages. Sure. You know that I studied scientists who taught themselves to code. Yeah, and I thought that was so weird. I mean, they're experts. Shouldn't they have programming experts teach them? Because sure. how will they learn best practices? They'll just reinvent the wheel and use all the most inefficient algorithms until they're taught better things. Thanks for the tea, Philippe. Por nada. Have a seat, Philippe. Oh, gracias. 
Yeah. We're talking about expertise and programming folks. I'm trying to make the point that learning to code involves two kinds of expertise, application expertise and programming expertise. Most people start with application expertise and use that expertise to organize their programming expertise. Right. So this means that I program like a gamer? That you first learn to program like a gamer. You were a gamer? Or we all? Wait, did you have games in Mexico? Or wherever you grew up? <laughs> El Salvador. <laughs> See, we had Nintendo in El Salvador. Very old. Donkey Kong. We had Contra, but Mama did not let yeah, us play it. I didn't. What was your favorite? Mario. Like you, my friend. And I myself was in love with Princess Peach. Philippe, oh, no. how did you learn to cook? I taught myself. You just decided you wanted to cook and you no. walked into the kitchen? We had lost our cook. She fled and, and I was hungry. And would you eat anything? No, I wanted what she made. Pupusa, panas reyens, yuca frita. Ah, oh, I missed yuca frita. And did you learn quickly? No, I burned many dishes. But to tengo más hambre. <laughs> I was very hungry and I would eat it. Because it was good enough? See, si, good enough. What made you a good cook? When I came north, I had to get a job. So where have you worked? I started at La Misión. Bussing tables? See, si, bussing tables at a Mexican restaurant. It was not very good money. But one day... They let me cook tortilla, and then the next, and the next, and the next day, and then that is all I did. So where have you cooked? I started with Mexican restaurant, uh, then Cuban restaurant, pay no good, back to Mexican. Same one? Ah, <laughs> uh, see, then a second Mexican restaurant, uh, Indian restaurant, all takeout. A McDonald's, another Mexican restaurant, Pancake House, Mexican restaurant, uh, run by Venezuelans. The brunch restaurant, that was the same time. Uh, Italian restaurant, seafood, mm. Mexican restaurant, uh, here. And you became better as you moved. Practice. You get better with practice. And you weren't the same cook you were when you started? No, but I was always good with seafood, with fish. And when you came to a new job, they would give you the recipes, show you what they wanted, and let you learn how to prepare the food. Ah, your break is up, and you should not be out with the customers. It's all right. I asked him to come and talk for the podcast. But chef did not know about it? No, I talked with chef on Monday. You must be Christine, the sous chef. But you are not Katie. But I am Katie. And you wanted to talk about software? But Philippe does not know about software. Right, but I wanted to talk about expertise. Expertise? Yes. Philippe has an expertise in cooking, but that expertise is shaped by the menu of the kitchen. That is so. Chef would teach him the menu, but never teach him to cook. Chef would never teach anyone to cook. He taught the menu to me, and I have taught the menu to Philippe. And we will talk about your role in the next episode. We are. But did Chef approve? Yes, he did. Chef did. Good. I will mark that out on the schedule. Uh, Philippe, shall we return to the kitchen? Thank you both. Yeah, thanks. I was never in love with Princess Peach. What? He suggested that I was in love with Peach, but I wasn't. <laughs> nah, he really didn't. You learned to program as a gamer, and that's... Not because I was in love with no. Princess Peach. You desired to create a game. That desire led you to use your expertise in gaming to direct your efforts to learn a code. You may not have been in love with Princess Peach. Because I wasn't. But your interest in gaming gave you real expertise that helped but, you learn to code. But programming involves more than just coding. It involves learning algorithms and things like graphics. Right, but those can also be shaped by domain expertise. Did your first game work well? No, but I liked it. Of course you did. And you were motivated to make it work better. Make it run more efficiently, to respond better to commands. To have better graphics. To have better graphics. And there's one more point. Tools. Tools? We communicate a lot of best practices with tools. You can fry an egg in a soup spoon, but it's not easy or fun. And you can quickly burn the egg. What? It's a cooking analogy. One of the ways that chef transmits the best practices to his cook is to make sure that they have the right tools. 
You've always done graphics with the help of a graphics package. You've never had to do it with graphics primitives. Right. So that is one way of getting best practices to your coding staff. By giving them the best tools. Huh. So, uh, what are the lessons for today? You tell me. Well, uh, we shouldn't be so skeptical of people who teach themselves to code. Right. And that our coding expertise is shaped by the expertise that we bring to coding. And that is true no matter how formal the software education was. Yes. And that coding is something like a kitchen, but I don't see what that means. Division of labor. In both cooking and software development, we have to divide work into specific jobs with specific requirements. The tools that are used in each particular job help transmit the best practices. And even if it looks repetitive from the outside, there's a lot of room for creativity, challenge, and continued learning. So programming is like cooking? Being a programmer on a development project is much like being a cook. What's the difference? Programmer, programming? When you become a programmer, you take a job that requires a certain set of skills, one of which is knowing how to code. Okay. And you'll learn more when we talk to the sous chef, Christine. She's like a programmer too? No, she's more like a scrum master. Huh, okay. So for this episode, this is Katie Kuksnock. And Rohit from IT. For the podcast, How We Manage Stuff. Take care. Okay, I not only taught myself to code, but I taught myself how to produce podcasts. Really. Subscribe to How We Manage Stuff through iTunes or Facebook or our website, http colon slash slash howwemanagestuff.com or LinkedIn or Tumblr or wherever fine podcasts are sold. This is episode 17725 and is copyright 2017 by Jaggy LLC. David Allen Greer, producer, all rights reserved. And yes, the pepperoni bento is really great.